Hello, everybody, and welcome to the UGASports.com All Things Georgia call-in show. We finally have a name for this thing, guys, so uh, I feel excited. We have also a logo for this. I feel even more excited. I'm with Andy Stowe and Eddie from Ackworth. I'm Paul Meharry, UGASports.com, and we're here to talk to you about all things Georgia sports. Before we do that, though, a little housekeeping, as we always do. We want to know where you're watching us from. Just put it into the comments. Let us know. And if you have any questions about any Georgia sports, let us know, and we will uh, we'll get those onto the screen. If you feel so inclined, the link to join the show is in the description. So go ahead and join us up. And uh, we'd love to chat with you here in the uh, live setting, if you will, instead of being on YouTube. Also, guys, let me show you here how to enter in. This is how to enter in into the four free tickets to the UAB game plus a parking pass. All you have to do, put this hashtag in that I just put in, all things GA. Hashtag all things GA will get you registered. It'll get you into the bucket of drawing that we will do at the end of the show for free tickets and a parking pass. I think the parking pass might be a little bit more valuable than those tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt. So, uh, guys, if you want the tickets, they're free. <laughs> all you have to do is put that hashtag in, and we will, uh, you know, we'll draw somebody here at the end of the show. So, before we get going into Falcons or Braves or anything like that, there we go. We already got an entry there from that Chris. Yeah. All right. There we go. Um, before we get into any of that, we talked a lot yesterday, boys, about, uh, well, the Georgia Bulldogs against South Carolina. Now we've had a day to sit back and, I guess, mull it over, if you will. I'll start with you, Andy, and then we'll head over to you, Eddie. Where, where's your head at now that we're uh, 24 hours post uh, victory? Well, I was concerned, obviously. Um, but then you start looking around the country and you see Alabama struggles with South Florida. You see Michigan struggled. I mean, all the Texas struggled with Wyoming and Florida State had to you know, squeak it out against B, or, um, Boston College. I don't think there's an elite team right now in college football. And I think Georgia's still up there. But, you know, I think when you saw De um, Dejon Edwards come back, I think he's the guy at halfback. We've, we've got to let him be the, the horse. He had, you know, 20 rushes yesterday, went over 100 yards. I mean, he's – I think I think we're going to have to kind of run the offense through that guy right now. So, I mean, I'm not – you know, it was a good win. It was a good comeback. I think that's a good thing for Beck to see he can come back. So, he didn't, he didn't crack and he got better. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think so too. Eddie, what's your uh, you have 24 hours post-victory uh, thoughts? Let me start this by saying, um, first of all, Friday night I started my weekend by watching my alma mater, the Marist War Eagles, beat Blessed Trinity on, on well, that's a big what win. I'll call national TV. It was on Georgia Public Broadcasting, but that was great. Alan Chadwick was my coach, believe it or not, back in 1987 and 88. Can you believe he's been there that long? So shout out to the Marist War Eagles. My buddy, uh, Paul Etheridge, I graduated with, offensive coordinator, called a great game. So I had to give them a quick shout-out. Sorry. It's all things yeah. Georgia, right? That is yeah, Georgia. It is. Right? It is. Yeah. I had to do that. So great stuff there. Um, I'll say it again. It was 60 minutes. That's what it was. It wasn't a 30-minute game. And I told you guys last night, and I'm, I'm going to repeat it, the team grew up yesterday. They yeah. grew up. And Carson Beck. To me, when he came out, I don't know what Kirby said at halftime. It was certainly not what he said to the reporter at halftime because he was very nice and gracious. That was not what he said in the locker room. I, I can assure you of that, right? Um, I guarantee he got in Carson Beck's ear and said, play like we've told you to play. And he looked 
he was in total command in that second half. Now, the line blocked better. The defensive line played better in the second half. So I give you that. There weren't in his face. There wasn't the pressure. But Carson looked to me like what we've been talking about, in command, the man, and that's what I like to see. So I'll just throw out that first half and take the second half and run with it. And, Andy, you brought up a good point. Who is the number one team in the country right now? I mean, I, I, I asked that on Twitter the other day. Georgia may not be the number one team. Who is it? Let me know. Well, did you see the new AP, AP poll came out? And, you know, I said last night, I said Georgia will lose some of their first place votes. Sure. They, gained, they, gained, they gained two. They had there 55 last week and they have 57 wow. this week. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you guys haven't seen the new AP poll, Georgia is still sitting at one. Michigan's at two with two first place votes. Then Texas moved up to three after uh, that win against Wyoming. It really it was more of the Florida State win against Boston College that dropped them down to four. Mm-hmm. So you've got Texas at three, Florida State at four, then USC at five, followed by Ohio State, Penn State, Washington, and Notre Dame. Isn't uh, isn't Where's Notre Colorado? Dame? Where's Colorado? Colorado is 19. They are 19. Wow. I, I'm shocked they're that low, actually. Sorry to put you on the spot there, Paul, but I, I no, thought they'd good. be higher than that. Alabama yeah, no, is 13. This is the yeah, first wow. time. Did you wow. did you see that? This is the first time in um, since Alabama's been in the 128 week streak that Alabama was in the top 10 of the AP poll snapped. Holy cow! Yeah, it's uh, something's brewing down there in Bama. We I know they're uh, they're next door. They're not Georgia, but uh, they're they're on their third quarterback, guys. So yeah. you know, Georgia fans, uh, I think I think you could be off a lot worse right now uh, in terms of quarterback. I also saw uh, Carson Beck is second in the SEC in completion percentage, right at like 77%. Uh, Graham Mertz is a little bit higher than him. And then Jaden Daniels has the almost the exact same as Carson Beck, one less completion, but the same amount of pass attempts. So you have that. Um, This seems to be kind of a reoccurring thing. I've seen Rick Patton said this. He said, uh, Beck's low emotion is hard to handle for me personally. Uh, we talked about that last night a little bit. He's a different he's different type than Stetson. Stetson mm-hmm. put it all out there in the field. Uh, Beck is very – he doesn't show it, right? Uh, and that might be, you know, for 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 Rick, for him, it's, it's kind of hard to handle, that low emotion. Is that something that you guys are concerned about? Well, I'll go. I mean I- – everybody's different, right? Everybody's wired a little differently. So sure. you're, you're, you may not have a look at Brock Bowers. Is he that rah-rah guy? No, <laughs> absolutely yeah. not. Best ooh, player ooh, in college football. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. Not to cut you off. Who is that rah-rah guy though on this Georgia team? Boy, that's a good point. I, See, I, I think that's the problem. I don't, I think we, I don't think we have a rah-rah guy. And I, I well, think you, you may not he, wait, 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 wait. Let me push back on that a little bit. You may not see it, Andy, but there may be a guy in the, that's rah-rah in the locker room that we don't see. Right. And that's true. But, you know, I, I'm going to have to agree with John a little bit um, because I do think we need somebody that's got that swagger. I mean, Stetson yeah. had the swagger. Yeah. The Kobe Dean had the swagger like yeah, he was true. and Jalen Carter. Those guys on that side of the ball had it. I think we need somebody with that swagger because well, right now it looks like we're a little. I think little the swagger Saturday night was hurt. That's Javon Bullard. I think that's you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, you're right. So so yeah. Bullard and then who else, who's your who's your rah rah guy on John Matthews said rah rah Thomas touche John <laughs> yeah, that's not bad <laughs> very, very, very touche well played there. Yeah. yes who's who's the uh, who's the emotional guy 
that is on the offensive side of the ball because they have leaders, right? They have Brock Bowers, they have Carson Beck, they have Dejon Edwards, and they have Van Pran. All of those guys are very, you know, even keel, at least from what we see on the field. It might be completely different in practice, right? But from what we can see when they're between the hedges, who who's that guy on, on the offensive side of the ball? Go ahead, Andy. John said maybe Lad, and that's what I wonder because Lad's Ooh. kind of got a little bit of that in he him. Does. And he's not playing. And so, you know, he's probably he's probably your leader. He, he might be your emotional leader on the offense and he's not playing. So maybe, you know, we talked about it last night. Like you lose all these guys. It's hard to keep going at the rate you were going. Maybe Ladd is that guy. Maybe he's the receiver and the rah-rah guy we need. So Kamari Hamilton uh, said that's uh, a good Kamari, yeah, so, that's so a, did yeah. Rhett. Um, Kamari's got oh, yeah. that. Got that too. I mean, he'd get up and do, you know, yeah. he, he did that a couple times. And that yeah. guy's a so maybe it's maybe it's Lad. I I think that they need that guy though on the on the offensive side of the ball. And yeah. you know, it could very well be Lad, and we just haven't seen it because he's not out there. Who knows when he'll get out there, though? That's kind of the problem right now. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you're just now joining the show, we're giving away four free tickets. I'm actually gonna make a banner, guys, so I don't have to keep saying this. Um, we're giving away four free tickets to, and a parking pass uh for the UGA. Kind of write this, Eddie. You you say it. I'm going to write this banner. We're giving it away. What's our, our hashtag? UAB. Oh, the the. I'm sorry. The hashtag. Yeah. Go ahead, Andy. What is it? It is all things GA. So hashtag all things GA. If you put that in the comments, we'll pick someone at the end of the show. You have to put that into the comments uh, to be entered in. Right now, we've got nine entries, and two of those are mine because uh, I, ten. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we uh we. Two of them were me showing you how to do it. So you have to put it in there. Four free tickets and parking pass for you to be uh, use. Sorry, guys. Hashtag. I should have done this earlier, but got a screaming child downstairs. Hashtag. Hashtag. All, all things, things GA. All right. Boom. We got it. There we go. All right. Now, you know, use that there all things go. GA. Hey, they're here. They come. Yeah, they're here coming. They come. Yeah. Now, we, now we're getting some entries. Um much like the Georgia offense, you know, stalled out a little bit when it first started, and and here they go, they're just rumbling in. Um, so just took them a minute. Yeah, took them a minute, right? Took them. A well, minute. we're we're ten minutes in, so that's about right when the offense sort of gets moving. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, it's longer than that, Andy. Yeah, it's taking about two quarters actually, but you know. Yeah. yeah, it's about halfway through the show until until they really start rolling. Yeah. In. Um, what other games? Uh, we're I know we're talking about all things Georgia, but we can do a little around the league if we want to. What other games caught your attention yesterday? I know that Colorado one did. I got yelled at by the wife because I was I was up watching that and uh she was she came out of the bedroom and was like, You're still up? And I was like, Oh boy, here we go. Um so I didn't get to catch the full ending of that. The first half of that game was crazy. I hope Travis Hunter's okay. That was a, that was a- yeah, he, he got hit hard. Yeah. And that was a dirty hit. I'll get I, yeah. I will say that now. That was a dirty hit. But Dion said maybe four weeks, and he said, "Well, like I know that kid; he'll be wanting to get back in two weeks." But apparently, he's got broken ribs. So that is that is that, that what they're good. saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you see the hit, it's right. Oh there. yeah, that's where he got nailed. So that makes sense. And he could have a, I, I'm, I hate to speculate, but he could have something up with his lung because he came back in for a little while, and then he was like, "I thought oh. I saw." Him. Yeah, and then yeah. he went to the hospital. So you know that tells me that could be I don't know lung something. I, I don't know. Like I said, I hate to speculate, but. Dion did say in his post-game press conference, probably at a minimum four weeks. Man, How about that Tennessee Florida game? 
What a damn game. I mean, you're right. I'm sorry, Andy. I got I got to say that quick. That was unbelievable. And Colorado State, hey, give them credit. They absolutely came to play and unfortunately, they're going to be kicking themselves forever for basically yeah. blowing that game. I mean, they really did. They had numerous chances to win and Dion figured it out. He 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 found a way to win that game. That was amazing. Unfortunately, he did not find a way to cover the spread and so my parlay, which was looking so great, <laughs> Uh, did not hit. Comes not, back to you, Paul. Yeah, it, it does, right? It does. Um, you know, it, whatever. There wasn't any uh, other. There weren't any other top twenty-five matchups this week, which was kind of baffling to me, considering how many are next week. You know, this coming up Saturday is going to be chocked full of football. We get the pleasure of watching Georgia UAB as a night game, seven thirty. And so, if you're joining us on the post-game show, we'll be here till like one a.m. So that's, you know, that's fun. But we get to watch all the other games prior to. So there's always a silver lining there. And, and I would suggest logging in just to see Anthony at 1 a.m. Yeah, oh, gosh. Those of you who log in know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That would, that's a, you know, hopefully he'll be here. You know, he was in rare form last night. That was, was. and that was early. Yeah. The that was early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The other, the other big game, uh, Hamilton is hel- helping us out here. Tennessee. Yeah. Losing to Florida is Florida back. Graham Mertz looked good. He's and and you said he has the highest completion percentage in the SEC right now. I mean, and but you know is or is Tennessee just not as good? They lost a lot of offensive linemen. They lost Jalen. I mean, they, they lost Hyatt. They lost their starting quarterback mm-hmm. and Joe Milton. You know they've been beating the drum how he can throw ninety yards, ninety yards. That's great. I mean, that's who cares when a guy's in your face, can you throw it seven yards? And he just doesn't seem to be able to do that. And I just don't think they're a very good team. I don't think, I mean, I don't think they're very good. I don't, I, you saw what happened with Josh Heupel when he was in um, UCF. They started going down the hill, like, and he left. And then they had that, you know, Tennessee, they get that shot in the arm. And then it's maybe it's going back down. I just wonder if when Joe Milton's going to get, when he's going to get benched. So, oh, it's, golly. It's happening. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, he's already been benched right. twice in his career. Right. He's about to strike out. So it, it's well, going to they've happen. Got a, they've got a kid behind him. They paid a lot of money to come. Uh, yeah, so Nico, I'm a Yeah, they need to get him on the field faster than uh, than not because, uh, they, you know, like I said, they, they put up a good amount of money for him. I'm just looking through the rest of this. Alabama, I think, fell the furthest besides Kansas State uh, yeah. in the top 25. Kansas State was 15. They dropped completely out of it with a 61-yard kick. And then, oh, you had Tennessee drop 12 spots, too. So, Hey, uh, since you mentioned it, and you and I talked about it, Paul, Missouri's scrappy. That's going to be a scary game. I know we're not there Mizzou? yet. Mizzou, Mizzou yeah. is they – look, they look scrappy. That was amazing. As it stands right now, Georgia has uh, at least three top 25 opponents on their – uh, schedule with uh, Ole Miss, Florida, and Tennessee. So yeah. you never know if if Missouri can maybe get in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are are laughing though. Florida's Florida's not back. Uh, no. So uh, you um, asked that question, I was going to answer it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, Rick Patton says Tennessee is poorly coached, and as far as Milton, he's a guy playing golf that can hit it a mile, but has no idea where it's going. Is that you, is, is that you, Amy? That's my other guy. Yeah, that's my yeah. other. I'm, I'm commenting as Rick Patton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's uh, that's wild. Speaking of though, Scrappy, 
What about those Atlanta Falcons, gentlemen? Before we get there, though, we've got to make our way around the tracks, the dog tracks. I need to have like a graphic for this, Andy. Uh, the dog tracks, dogs in the NFL, who stood out today? Okay, well, on Thursday night, you had the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles playing. And so you had 75 DeAndre, dogs playing in that game. Yes, they did. Well, some were hurt, to be fair. And DeAndre Swift stood out more than any of them. He had 28 carries for 175 yards. He averaged 6.3 per run, a touchdown, and a 43-yard long. He also had three catches for six yards, and he had a total of 31 touches for 181 yards, 5.8 average. I mean, that's – that's ridiculous. Here's and another Philly, stat. where he's from, too. Yeah. Here's another stat for you on Swift. That's the most rushing yards an Eagles running back has had since 2013. Shady McCoy. Oh, Shady so, McCoy. Yep. Holy Ten cow. years. Ten years. Yeah. Uh, Swift broke that. That's crazy. For hey, for them to get him for what was it like a sixth round pick or something mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. yeah. It was absolutely crazy. Um, Our next guy that stood out to me was Quay Walker. He plays for the you know for the Green Bay Packers against the Falcons today. He had 17 total tackles. Damn. Eight were, yes. Yes. Eight were, eight were solo. He had one pass defendant, and he hit the quarterback once. But he had 17 total tackles. Yeah, but uh, I, will, I will say it, that's not good if your defensive back is getting that many. Well, Quay Walker Well, I know, but you know what I'm saying. And, and on, on the back end of the defense, I know you're right. Yeah. He's a linebacker, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but 17 tackles. That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Incredible. Yeah, he's actually. I, I saw him too. I think he was calling the defense for Green yeah. Bay. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. So I think he's he's calling the defense up there. Heck, I mean, we knew it when he was at Georgia, though he was just a freak athlete. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, if I remember correctly, Chris County, I want to say Quay Walker came from. Uh, he's been good since beginning of time when he started when he started playing football. So we knew yeah. it was coming. Seventeen tackles is crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. When I was like, says, uh, he should have had a pick too. Ritter yeah, threw it right he to did. him. He yeah, did. He did. So, and then I, the final guy we got that I, that stood out to me. Well, there's a lot, but that I went with today is James Cook. Um, the Bills yeah. won 38 to 10 today, but James Cook had 17 carries, 123 yards. He averaged 7.2 per run. He also had four catches, 36 yards. He averaged nine per catch. So he had a total of 21 touches, 159 yards, and a 7.6 average. That's, Jeez. you know, we were talking about why is Georgia maybe struggling a little bit in, in the backfield. Well, that guy's not there anymore. I mean, so, yeah, so that's. I was, I was, uh, Roddy was the biggest James Cook lover yeah. of them all. Uh, he was bragging about him every year and said, oh, he's going to make a play, make a play. I was there, right? I liked Cook. Not as much as Roddy did, but I like Cookie. Uh, I I could not see him being a lead back for an NFL team. And here he is, like, doing the damn thing. So congrats to him. I'm just glad he's yeah. getting a chance. I did not yeah. see him being a lead back for especially the Bills. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. yeah um, you got Josh um, Allen at quarterback. That helps a ton, too. Mm -hmm. I was right. Chris County, I'm not losing my brain. Old Pickless Cage is here, says, happy Sunday. What's up, man? Uh, let's see. Kirby's belt says, I'm looking for a place to chat with Disney dogs hating on Bobo. Is it here? Uh, I was here last night, Kirby. Yeah, belt. last night. You missed it. Yeah, you, you missed it. There was, you guys got off, um, but the chat kept going, man. It, I mean, it was probably. Was it Bobo hate after that? Oh, yeah. It was like 1,500 comments of just Bobo hate. Uh, it was it was wild. Did they watch uh, the second half or did they I just watch the first half? Okay. They just watched the first half. Swift got Swifty. 
Curry's <laughs> belt says. Um, yeah, those guys were absolutely uh, unreal. All three of those guys. Good picks. Good picks today. And there's plenty more you could have picked. Um, yeah. yeah, but those well, were easy. You know what's, funny, what's funny about all that, Paul, is I told Andy I'd rather him not do that segment because <laughs> John Fitzpatrick ain't going off for the Falcons anytime soon. <laughs> So that's what we have in Atlanta. And and it makes me want to vomit when we, when we hear all. No, I'm happy for the guys. I love them. They're damn good dogs, but none of it's going to be here in Atlanta. So there you go. Oh, well, you could have, you could have, uh, no, you could have, you could have Jalen Carter. Well, I know, but we're going to talk about Bijan in a minute. So we are, we're getting there. So, uh, Eddie sent a text in the group chat, uh, right before the fourth quarter, I want to say Falcons, terrible. This is the Falcons team we remember. And then it went all, I, I mean. I thought I it, deleted that text. It went, <laughs> no, we got it. Look, Damn it went it. from the Falcons were just, you're on the great American screen machine, and they are just falling. And then right when Eddie sends that text, they were like, you know what? This is for Eddie. This is for EFA. Boom. <laughs> just shot back up. 13 points in the fourth quarter. Look, I don't, I don't know about this team just yet, right? I thought they were kind of getting pushed around. The Falcons were, but hey, they won the game against Jordan Love, who, for all intents and purposes, looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, defense, like you said, Green Bay has a pretty good defense. Quay Walker had 17 tackles. Big thing, though, uh, Bijan Robinson, guys. Are you still upset? Oh, this is a good question. Are you still upset? And we'll start with you, Eddie. Are you still upset that? The Falcons drafted Bijan instead of Jalen Carter. Two games okay. into the season. Yeah, I know it's yeah. very early. It is. It's it's early. But I've been grading this week to week, and Jalen was up 1-0 in the first week, and I think it's tied now. It's one all after what Bijan did today versus what Jalen did. So I, as a, I'm biased, like you guys, I will never forgive them for passing on both Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, but I think we got a superstar in Bijan Robinson. Uh, he – he is amazing. I've never seen footwork like him, and he's a badass. I'll say it right now. Uh, that guy's a game changer. So a um, couple things about this game, though, Paul. <clears throat> when I texted you guys that, there were three things that stood out to me. In the first quarter, if you all recall, we were on the one-yard line trying to punch it in, okay? W what is our identity? What is the Falcons' identity on offense? What oh, that was that was uh, my brother-in-law was over here. We were watching. Okay. That was what's our absolutely identity? terrible. The what's identity, identity? Is run the ball, run okay. the ball, run, run the ball. ball. There were two passing plays in that sequence. Okay, There's and we came away. No, I, I counted two. Maybe there two. were three. I don't. I think there was, I'm talking about yeah. right there, first and goal on the one. There were two. Atrocious. Hand the ball off. Punch it in and do it. Okay, that 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 was ridiculous. Two. When Desmond Ritter is running out of bounds and he gets hit out of bounds, okay, if that's Tom Brady, that's a 50-yard penalty, okay? <laughs> and, and it was nothing. Desmond got hit out of bounds and there was no call and that would have been a crucial first down. Thirdly, Mac Hollins came down with that football. His toes were up above and oh, his yeah. heels were not on the back of the line. That was a touchdown. They look at it, review it, and reverse it atrocious okay the nfl really pisses me off but you know what thank god none of that mattered the falcons found a way to win that ball game they got i'm sorry they got screwed in that game and that's you, what happened because the, they love the packers and you could hear it in the stadium there's packers fans everywhere we won the damn game 
Give him credit. Have you ever seen that? Uh, it's the Simpsons. Uh, I think it's the newspaper, and it's uh, the old man yelling at a cloud. I know. And that's I know. that's what you just rem- that's what you just reminded me of. I know. Like, the NFL stink. You know? Am I right though? Do y'all yeah. disagree? No, I think I think no, you're right. I agree. It's just okay. it's funny how you said it. Was all. <laughs> um, now, Andy, did you? I don't think you answered the question I asked, Eddie. Would at this time right now, Bijan or Jalen? I said it's one all. That's not what I asked. I said, uh, who would you take right now? It's too early to tell. It's one all. I'm going to grade this for the rest of the year. Okay, Okay, fair. Fair. So we we can come back to this? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Andy, can you answer the question now? Are you going to? I'm so pissed uh, you call me an old man. uh, No, 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 it's it's, it's, it's just, it it reminded me of the the old man yelling at a cloud uh, was all. But I'm yelling um, at you two. Come on, it's yeah. not a cloud. He's, he's out there at the pool, you know, with a nice, the nice setup out there yelling at the clouds. Right. Um, yeah. I can um, answer it. Um, oh, you can. All right. Oh, I can answer it. Um, Bijan, he is that guy. He, he, like, he's going to be a superstar at halfback. I mean, today he had 19 carries, 124 yards. He averaged 6.5 per touch, and then he had four catches for 48 yards. So, I mean, he went 23 touches, 172 yards. I would draft Jalen Carter today. Mm-hmm. Jalen Carter is a generational defensive tackle. And we see with Georgia what's sort of holding the defense back a little bit, back up the middle, and it's the same in the NFL. Like, I would take the elite defensive tackle any day. I mean, I think Bijan is going to be, you know, four or five years, and I mean, elite. But Jalen Carter might be that 10-year elite defensive tackle, that generational guy. So out of all, I always take the defensive tackle first if it's me. But yeah, I would I would go Jalen Carter. There you go, Eddie. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I've, I've I've gone off the rails here. I've gone too deep okay. into the into the internet. I can't. I've gone too deep. Um, yeah, Fred. I think a lot of people are agreeing with you in the chat. Not yeah. that's not Jalen Carter, but at the same time, man, Bijan makes this offense cook. Like, he does. and like Eddie said, the, the way that he cuts, he had one run. I want to say it was like for maybe 10, 15 yards. He changed directions. Like he mm. he was here, and then he moved here, and then he moved here again. Mm. I mean, mm. he, he juked himself three different times. Do y'all remember how DeAndre Swift would do that jump cut and never yeah. never slow down? And when yeah. I watch him, that's what we'll I see. Yep. I mean, yep. yeah, that's so I don't but he's good. I really think it's it it all boils down to the, the Falcons drafting the Falcons type of guy, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. And yeah. the Jalen Carter thing was there for whatever you want to call it. And Bijan, I'll give him credit. That that guy is like pristine as can be, and he's all yeah. into charity. And I'm not knocking the guy. That's what he is. I mean, and the Falcons love that. That's that was the difference between Jeff drafting him versus Jalen Carter. Look and look, that. too, look on the on the opposite side of it. I think Jalen going to Philly was a better fit for him than probably staying. Probably in so. Yeah, um, he's got all those guys up there yep. that can take him under his wing and and yep. show him. Um, and then you've got real big time veterans like Fletcher Cox and stuff that'll yep. whoop his ass if he gets out of line. But you've got Jordan Davis and Nicobe and. You know, Nolan, all those guys, Ringo. But you had you had you have Grady Jarrett and you have Lorenzo Carter here. I mean sure you, you do. You Lance do. Campbell. Have that here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just you know, I think I think that it worked out for him just as good. Um obviously so I'm a wait and see. Andy's done, but I'm a wait and see. I'm a wait and see. 
Fair. I mean, uh, speaking of waiting and seeing Desmond Ritter, this was uh, his second game of the year, obviously. What is his, his sixth, sixth start total mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sixth start. Undefeated so at home. Yeah. Uh, he's. Oh, here's a stat for you, boys. I'm just full of stats tonight. Th- Desmond Ritter in college and in the NFL, 30-0 and 0 at home. 30-0. Wow. Yeah. So if we all remember, he was there uh, for Cincinnati. And he's yeah. 30 and 0 at home as a college and pro starting quarterback. So uh 19 of 32 for Ritter, 237 yards. He had the touchdown, he had the uh interception. What's to are, are the, is the jury still out on Ritter or can yeah. he lead this team? I mean, they're two and oh, sure. They were favored in both of those games, though. So, you know, it's not like they've won an underdog situation here where they were, you know, seven point dogs or something. They were favored in both of those games. Can can we win with Desmond Ritter? Go ahead, Andy. I think they can win. I don't know if they can win big. I'm not sure yet. And you know, again, it's a sixth start, so we're not we're not sure. But he did look pretty decent today. Um, he <clears> made <throat> throws. You know, he did throw a right to Quay Walker. Um, and you know, he threw some some you know some of the balls are behind. You know, so two were right in his hands and dropped. Um, yeah, I mean that's he threw some bad balls. So I don't know. I I think the jury's still out. I don't. I don't I don't look at him, but again, like Jordan Love, I didn't think he was great. You know, I thought him and Ritter were very similar. I mean, they look kind of the same to me. So I didn't think. I mean, I think the jury's still out on both of those guys. So yeah, I'm not sold on on Ritter yet. And we don't throw to Kyle Pitts, which Randy so, Payton. Yeah, that, that, that. I was going to get to this, Eddie. So uh, John Matthews says need to go ahead and trade Kyle Pitts, flip him, and get something in return that maybe they will actually use. Uh, Kyle Pitts today, gentlemen. Two receptions, 15 yards. Yeah. I mean. That's your weapon in the red zone, and they don't use it. I don't understand. It but, doesn't make any sense. So on that one uh, drive where they were in the red zone and they just kind of stalled and tried to pass it, I don't think they targeted Pitts on either one of those passes. No. And, you know, if you're not going to use them down there. But the problem is in the NFL, John, because that's a, you know, in the – in like baseball, you could get some prospects back for pits, right? Or like in basketball, you could get another starter back for pits. In the NFL, you're probably going to get like a fifth round pick, fourth round pick. They're, they they've seen all they need to see. The, the guys have short shelf lives in the NFL, and the problem is his contract's pretty big, being that he's the fourth uh, pick in the draft. I think you've got to ride with him at this point. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I get what John's saying, but that's ridiculous. They're not trading Kyle Pitts. He's a fourth round. I mean, he's a fourth. He's the fourth player taken in the draft, right? The highest tight end ever taken in the draft. I don't get why they aren't using him, but I will say this about Desmond Ritter. He won me over a bit today. Okay, that throw he made, rolling out to his left, when he sidearmed the ball to get that touchdown. That was a humongous play, and he used his feet very well today. He was very smart. He did. He did. And, yeah. and you, you say, Andy, he made a couple throws that could have been pick sixes. Jordan Love made one right to A.J. Terrell that should have been a yeah. pick six in that football. Yeah. So he made a couple bad throws, too. It's not just Desmond Ritter. But I liked his command. When he needed to, he stepped up and he whizzed the ball a couple of times to make some big-time throws. He's still learning, guys. This is his sixth start in the NFL. And I blame that on Arthur Smith. He should exactly. have been starting. 10 games beyond that, right? This should be a 16th start. Whatever. We're beyond that. He's learning on the job. We're 2-0. I love it. 
Kirby's belt said he's a gator. What do you expect? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I don't know if Kevin's joking here. I think he's got to be, right? He said, like, we need to try to get Jack Zach Wilson. No. He's, he'd probably be better than what we have. Hey, I'll respond to that right now. I have a guy that works for me that is a Jets guy through and through. He is devastated that Zach Wilson is the starter right now. Devastated. Oh, yeah. Um, this will actually make you physically ill. This comment I'm going to put up from Frederick. Uh, so the Falcons could have had Micah Parsons at number four rather than Pitts. I'm physically ill. Parsons is probably the best uh, defender in the NFL right now. And yeah. you, you had a chance to get him. And you had a chance to, to get him and Jalen Carter. So keep your keep your dinner down, boys. Uh, yeah. But Frederick is that. But we could go back for every Falcons draft from now till probably 1966 and said – they could have done this, and look what happened every time. Well, sure, yeah, but these these last few drafts, I think, are the the reason everybody's like, hey, you could have had Parsons or you could have had Jalen Carter, is because you draft you're drafting a guy so high at a position that you don't really need to draft that high in tight end and running back. I think that's where because yeah, you can go back you can go back every year and find a guy that's better than the one you got. Um, yeah. You know, you're. You just can't. But at but least with Bijan, they're using him. He's an integral part of the law offense right now. And you know what? I'll give him this. Jonu Smith made a bunch of really good plays today. Maybe that's because Kyle Pitts was being double teamed. I don't know. But Jonu Smith made some great plays. Yeah. Right? Or maybe Jonu Smith is better than Kyle Pitts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You said that, not me. Uh, Desmond Ritter did have a rushing touchdown as well. So Yeah, it was nice. That was a heck of a play call. That was a really good play call. Falcons next week have to travel to Detroit, Ooh. which uh, another big-time guy, Aiden Hutchinson, they've got to try to stop him. But, again, this this uh, Atlanta Falcons offensive line, pretty good. You know, yeah. they're, they're pretty yeah. decent. On the run. Uh, yeah. So curious to see what they can do against Aiden Hutchinson. The you know what they should do? So they should pull out the Georgia-Michigan tape and watch what they can do to Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, just – Put Jamari Sawyer on him. Beat him to death. Oh, we don't have Jamari Sawyer because we didn't draft him. I was going to say, you you could have had Jamari. You could have had the sixth round. Yeah, you could have had Jamari. Instead, he's starting over there for the Chargers in that. uh, We took Justin Schaefer, who's now been cut. Yeah, he's he's on the practice squad. squad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cut. I think I have a question for you guys. So, um, Brent Rollins tweeted this. Um, the Falcons are two and over for the first time since 2017. So who yeah, did they play the first two games of 2017? Oh, wasn't it the same that. two teams, wasn't it? It was the same two teams. Was it so, really? Yeah, wow. same. They played Chicago and Green Bay. So they started out that year three and zero. Who did they play in the third game of that year? I'm, I'm going to say Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. So yeah, the it just proves my point that the Earth is a flat circle. You know, it is. So that that was the year after the Super Bowl run, when they lost to Philly on the road. I think it was the yes, year after. They lost to Philly, and yeah, they lost to Philly that year. Yeah. So and then they fell off the world after. Yeah, because right, they right, didn't right. make the playoffs that year. So. Right. right. Um, They've got. They're going to Detroit. I'm curious if do they, the NFL is different in how they do uh, lines. They put them out like right after the games are over. The, the 420 games are over on Sunday. Let's see. The line is out. Ooh, boys. Okay. What's the line on this game? It's at Detroit. Detroit Eddie, go first. Four. Detroit, Detroit plus four? Okay. I mean, minus four. Excuse me. Minus, minus four? four? Okay. Uh, Andy? 
Yeah. Uh, three and a half. Detroit, three and a half. Most everybody, Caesars has it minus five Detroit. So this will be the first uh, test for this year's Falcons being the underdog. I bet that drops, though, as the week goes on. I think so, too. I think it probably ends up closer to three and a half, four. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is basically a pick them. Yeah, I mean, you can get it at Bet Rivers, wherever that is, for plus six if you really feel the the itch. You want to get that extra point. So, um, guys, don't forget. Do not forget. We've got 20 entries right now, guys. Use that hashtag, all things GA. We're giving away four tickets and a parking pass to the UGA UAB game. If you are picked, you'll have to DM me on Twitter, send me your email address. We can send you the tickets. Bada bing, bada boom. All things GA gets you in. It's literally four free (laughs) tickets and a parking pass. All you have to do, you're already in here anyway. Is like the like the video, type in hashtag all things GA and it enters you in. I mean it's simple. It's it's very simple. I, I don't know why why folks aren't doing it, but you have a really good shot right now. There's not a ton of entries in for four tickets. What other uh before we move on to the Braves, were there any other NFL games that stood out to you? Well, Detroit did lose today at home. So that I mean you know, that is, they lost to Seattle. So that it's, I mean, that's interesting. So, I mean, maybe that's not a good thing for the Falcons next week, but Jared Goff had crazy numbers 28 for 35, 323 yards, three wow. touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's looking good. So I don't know. That's going to be a tough game up there. Uh, All things GA, Hamilton. You put UGA. Come on now. Quit taking those Delta eight so early in the, in the evening. <laughs> um, no, uh, did you guys know? what dan campbell drinks in the morning have you seen that so he's a huge starbucks guy uh drinks two venti dark roast yeah but he drops two espresso shots espresso shots into each of them i think it totals up to somewhere around like 1800 milligrams of caffeine which is the equivalent of like 11 red bulls so my man's ticker is just going on the edge. Just on the edge. You know, that yeah. song is like, I'm on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's his heart. Uh, so, Jeez. you know, yeah, that's a lot of a lot of caffeine, my man. Have y'all heard him talk like in his interviews? That oh, guy yeah, is out there. I mean, he's he jacked, is, brother. He's yeah, jacked. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he is. Well, you asked about the NFL tomorrow. It starts tomorrow with me, the Saints Panthers. I mean, go Panthers. I, I despise the Saints. I want them to lose every time they go out on the field. That, that, to me, is what I'm keying in on tomorrow. Yeah, we've got two games. That's kind of weird. Oh, there's uh, two tomorrow? Yeah, they're doing that one at 7-15, which the Saints are favored uh, minus three at Carolina. And then at 8-15, you've got the Browns and Steelers. Yeah. So, huh. I, I don't know. I don't know if one game is on ESPN and one's on – it's got ABC. Yeah, it's yeah. on ABC. Yeah. Cleveland and Pittsburgh play on ABC. And, which one um, are the Mannings doing? Oh, the Manning oh, cast? Yeah. And by what the way, doing? I like that. I think that's entertaining. I really enjoy that. I think they stole that from us, guys, uh, with the watch-along show. With oh, Coach the watch-along Allen. show. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's, but that's whatever. a good point. They Manning have a cast day, though. Let's see. Here's the schedule. They have a whole schedule. They will be uh, – there's not – There's not one. They're not, they did the week one, and then they're not doing one until week four. Huh. Yeah. Week four. Yeah. And they just randomly picked weeks that the Manning cast will be on. So you have week one, week four, week five, week seven, week nine, week 10, 11, 13, 15. 
So I guess it's just whenever they looked at the schedule and like, hey, we don't want to do that. Um, <clears throat> do another, another day. Uh, as far as all things Georgia, there's another team playing right now in this glorious state that we all call home. Most of us do. Some of you don't. Uh, the Atlanta Braves. They lost. They lost today, sixteen to two. And uh, my man Uncle Charlie got the loss there. And I want to say Eddie on the last show was a little concerned about Uncle Charlie. He was. Touché. Yeah, well, I mean, going into the playoffs, he's my concern. Now, I, I'm not going to say he's my concern because of what happened today. I think that's ridiculous. And, and first of all, let me say this. Congratulations to Brian Snicker and the Atlanta Braves. Six in a row. Unbelievable what they've done. What he's done as a manager to win the division yet again. And they're bored. I mean, and and I, I still contend they're still hungover from what happened the other night. Um they don't care. The Marlins are playing for something. The Braves are not playing for anything. Um, but yes, Paul, you're right. My biggest concern in the playoffs is Charlie Morton because he's 39 going on 40. I don't know. If, if you have a concern of the starting pitchers, that's it for me. So, um, But I don't care. You know, put Ronald Acuna and bubble wrap on the sideline for the rest of the time. Let him DH, whatever. You know, let's just get there. And if they slump for the next two weeks, who cares? Get the slump out of the way, and we'll go into the playoffs and play. Well, we talked about, Andy, this team potentially getting over the uh, the most wins in franchise history. Are they still on pace for that? Well, okay, so right now the Braves have um, – the Braves have – they're 96-53. and 53, So that means they've played 149 games. They have 13 to go. So if to get 106, they got to win 10. To get 107, they got to win 11. They're not going to go 11-2. and two. Um you know, they – I think we'll know kind of where they're at tomorrow, like or this series, because they're playing the Phillies the next series. So, is that dog? Yeah, he is. Um, so, I think I think we'll know in this series because the Phillies are, you know, still fighting for something. And, you know, the Braves should be because right now the Braves have a five-game lead, lead over the Dodgers for the best record in the NL. But the they only have a three-game lead over the Orioles for the best record in majors. Yeah. And that's big for the playoffs. So, I, I mean, I want to see the Braves get it going. And, you know, the thing with Acuna, um, Snit said they were sitting him because they didn't want him to play on that turf down there in Miami. They wanted him just to get back to Atlanta to make sure he's healthy before he played. So, they're not going to get 106 or 107. They're not going to do that. But I think they'll 13. If they go 7 and 6, you know, I mean, it would be 104. I mean, 103. So, that's pretty good. I've got a question. When did they change the? Because you you said the the Orioles to have the best record, the Braves they can have home field in the World Series, right? Yes. Wasn't they that changed, a, wasn't that an All Star Game thing? It was, but they yes, changed it, it this year. So two, okay. I think two years ago they changed it. Was it two years? Okay, yeah, because yeah. people were complaining, you know, because the All Star Game. Dumb, that was the dumbest crap ever. <laughs> that Rob, yeah, I'm the old man yelling at the clouds here. That was <laughs> stupid as hell because it was a. You know, it was a practice game. I mean, who cares who wins the All Star? It had game? such a and to, huge and to ride the World Series home field advantage on that was asinine. This is the way it should be. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad that that changed because yeah. I remember watching those games and like the NL is notorious for just not winning those. They did win right. this yeah. year, right. but this I year. mean, there was a stretch there. I want to say 10, 12 years where the NL mm-hmm. just didn't have it, and I was like, well, well 
the Braves are never going to have home field right, advantage. Right, right. It wasn't fair. And I, I'll bring this up, too. So the Braves are locked in right now to the winner of the Phillies and the Cubs series. Am I right yeah. about that, Andy? Okay. Yeah. If they finish the one – well, they will finish the one seed probably in the NL. They probably will, okay? Yeah. That doesn't it's, make any sense to me. That, that makes no sense. Every other league, football, et cetera, the one seed plays the lowest seed coming out. And if, say, the Diamondbacks come in and beat the Brewers, they're the lowest seed. The Braves should play the Diamondbacks. They should not play the winner of the Chicago Cubs and the Phillies. Am I wrong about that? No, I think I think it's more – I guess it's more because of t- like TV and getting the teams there prepared type thing. Whereas with what like does that the, matter? TV? I don't know. Who cares? But like the NFL, you have a week to kind of prep and send a team over there. Maybe with the lowest seed in the NFL. The NBA, you just hop on a plane and you, you're playing in an arena, so it doesn't quite matter. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why that is. And I and I say all that because I don't want to play the Phillies. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that. So the Phillies uh, have some arms. Yeah, they have some guys. That that bullpen, that Phillies we bullpen. That last, we said that last week, though, gentlemen, and the and the Braves took care of that pretty well. They did. They, did. they got like five guys in that bullpen, and I said I wasn't concerned about them. And but then they played them that weekend, and even though they the Braves killed them, those guys. If your bullpen gets hot with guys that can throw 101 miles an hour, that's scary. Like they can that can be tricky in the playoffs. So that that plays five game series plays well for them. I agree with you, Andy. But what's scary about the Phillies is that they're Atlanta one A basically the way they play baseball. It's yeah. homers. They just jack the ball out and they tie you up before you even know it, right? Yep. And that's what scares me about. Yeah. Now we took care of them. You're right. Three or four. I mean, you can't argue with that. We did a good job against them. And maybe the Phillies don't want to play us, right? I don't They're think scared of us. That's what I was going to ask because John Matthews said Dodgers are the biggest threat as usual. I don't know. Is that who you guys see as the biggest threat? Who who would you, in the NL? Who would you not want to play the most? For me, it's the Phillies. I'll take the Dodgers, and it's because of Urias going out. I mean that that that's a big deal right there. That starting pitching. They don't have the starting pick. Nola and Wheeler are legit at the top of that order for the Phillies. They yeah. can absolutely shut, and they have shut the Braves down. Now, will they this year? I don't know because we're a different team, right? We we smacked around Wheeler the other night. We oh, yeah. hit him for six runs. So yeah. maybe it's a little different, but the Phillies scare me. The Phillies scare me the most too, I think. I, I, but I will say the Dodgers, that lineup, they got strong. They can, I mean, they can hit a lot of home runs quick, and but. I think the Phillies pitching. I think the Phillies pitching is the scary thing because we did touch Zach Wheeler up, but most of the time he's really good against the Braves. So that's going to be. I think the Phillies are the scariest team right now. Pinkless Cage says uh, Philly tears taste like nacho cheese. That's <laughs> jalapenos. I love it. <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, as far as the AL goes right now, the only two teams that have clinched so far: the Orioles and the Rays. I don't know if we would have said that back in May, but hey, congrats to Ben Bachman's Orioles for uh, making it in there. They got a lot of young guys. They'll be, they'll be fun yeah, to watch uh, in the playoffs. But yeah, I, I think uh, like Greg Watts says, just got to stay hot. Just got to stay hot. Uh, Reds, he said those Reds games were fun to watch. Yeah, the Reds. Yeah. I was hoping the Reds would make the, the playoffs. I don't think they're going to. There's still some teams in contention, right, for like that last spot, Andy? Yeah, I mean, you got the Reds are behind um, the Cubs right now, and so well, what about the Cubs? How how would y'all feel if we end up playing Mansby Swanson in the playoffs? I'm I mean, not worried about the Cubs, man. 
not worried at all. Like not even a little bit. Cody no, Bellinger I, and Dansby I'll say this right now about the Braves. Everybody talks about how, and last year was a perfect example of it. Two years ago was a perfect example for the Braves. Got hot at the right time, right? Got hot right as the playoffs started, and they carried you into the World Series. So the Phillies, they didn't win it. We did. I'm going to say this about the Braves right now. This team does not have to get hot to win the World Series, okay? They don't because have you all seen how bad our catchers have been? And Sean Murphy and Travis Darno are awesome players, Okay. They've been absolute garbage at the plate. Yeah. Have you, have you even, I'm not talking about this weekend against the Marlins. I'm talking about before this. Have you even noticed? No. You haven't even noticed because top to bottom, if if one, two, three and struggling are struggling, guess what? Four, five, and six are going to pick you up. If seven, eight, and nine are struggling, one, two, three is going to pick you up. This lineup is ridiculous. They don't have to get hot. They just need to keep doing what they're doing, and they're going to win the World Series. Look at this. Matt Olson has 52 home runs. Okay. The, the Braves have 288 homers on the season. Let's pretend like Matt Olson doesn't have any home runs. Take it, take all 52 away. You know what that means? It means the Braves would still have uh, five more home runs than the Dodgers because the Dodgers have uh, 231. But if you take all Olson's homers, the Braves still have more. So that's ridiculous. That's uh, ridiculous. Now they're on track. Are they still on track to break that home run record, Andy? Yeah, where do they stand with that, Andy? Here. You know, against the uh, Twins. Have, it's you the twins, look it up. Right? Yeah, they're they're it's the Twins from 2019. The I think who, by four. the way, won nothing. What do you mean? Won nothing. They won nothing. Oh yeah, I mean, no, it was yeah, a cute right. cute record, but they won nothing. But 2019 also uh, was like when that juice baseball was in effect because I think 18 yeah, right. or 20 teams have their highest home runs ever in uh, the age right. of 2019. Right. So the the age, the year of 2019. Curious where the, the Braves are on that streak. They, they, they were close. They were tracking to beat it. Mm-hmm. Now with this weekend, I don't know if they are still there. Andy's really digging in over there and, and finding out for us. Well, one thing, you know, Ozzie Albies did go over 30. And so the Braves, um, um, with Ozzie getting his 30th, they tied the Twins for the most players with 30, the 2019 Twins for most players with 30 home runs in a season. So that's one thing they did. Um, let's see. Where, they, where are we total, yeah. Andy, with uh, home runs? Sorry to put you on the spot. But total? Like 288. Yeah. 288? What's the record? What was, the, was it 309 or something like that? Yes. It was 306, wasn't it? Okay. So you, uh-huh. so you got 18 home runs. 307. 307. 307. So what, uh, 19 home runs in 13 games. Yeah, they could do that. Okay, right now. Right now, let's let's lock it in. Yay or nay? Eddie, do they beat, the, uh, do they beat 307? How many games left? 13. You need 13. 19. I'll say yay. Uh, guys in the chat, let me know, yes or no. I'll go. I'll go. Yay! You go. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Andy, yay or nay? No. 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 Ooh. Uh, I say. Ooh. They need 19 in 13 games. <sighs> Kevin Cook's on your side. He says yes. Man, I'll go yes. I'll go yes. We've got we've got Curtis uh, saying yes. Rhett saying no. Kevin saying no, Greg saying yes. We're, I mean, this is a split vote right here, gentlemen. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come down to if they play their guys. Fred Frederick says yeah. T Dog says yes. Yeah, but there's games that go out there. They hit 
three home runs, four home. You're gonna runs. need you're gonna need a couple yeah. of those games. Yeah, yeah. You're That's why I'm saying yeah. Looking at the Braves' rest of their schedule, I had it pulled up just so you guys can have an idea of who they're playing in these last series. They've got the Phillies uh, for three at home. Then they head up to Washington for four. You're at home against the Cubs for three, and then you wrap up against the Nationals for three. So there's there's uh, some games in there you can put up some, especially against the Nationals. you got seven against them. So 19 is to tie, uh, right? Or is 19 to – yeah, 19 is to tie. 19 is to tie. So yeah. you got to get 20. Michael says, does it matter? Does anything matter in life, Michael? No. I don't know. And, and you know what, Michael? That, I think that's a great point by Michael. It, He's right. It doesn't matter. No. If we go next year, we look back on this team and we did not win the World Series. All these records are cute. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. If we if we win the World Series and we look back on this year, next year, we'd be like, we broke this. We did this. We did this. It's going to be epic. But you've got to win the World Series, in my opinion, to make all these records matter. You know what you need is what shooting 556 says. You need uh Acuna to get to 40. He needs three more home runs and four more stolen bases to be 40 70. Yeah, 40 70 is unbelievable. And that means he's gonna have a hundred RBIs too. Because we'll see at 96 RBIs. Is that right? Uh yeah, he's at 98. He's so 98 RBI. Yeah. So he'll is for sure have that's 70 crazy. one of those records that's unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like forever? Uh I mean, probably, yeah. 4070 is tough, man. 4070 is super tough to get to. Uh, John says, uh, but Mookie will be the MVP. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's Blasky. Yeah. <laughs> he, he already is. Yeah. He's done. That's, He's done. Uh, Frederick says, hey, that's keeping the main thing the main thing. A uh, little Kirby smart. A little, little Kirby there. Guys, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and uh, do this giveaway here. You've got just – I'll give you one more minute. Hashtag all things GA – all things GA got four free tickets and parking night game. So if you haven't been or haven't had the chance to, you know, take your family, it's, it's expensive guys. It is take from taking four to the game and a parking hell. The parking passes are like one fifty a piece oh, yeah. taking four. Hey, to hey, a game. Is this a blackout game? I, I haven't heard anything. I'm, I'm just saying, okay. Should it be? Yeah, it should absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you have the recruit you ha- you have the recruits come in, uh, and you you deck them out in the black jerseys, and they don't see them for their whole playing career. How? I mean, my hair standing on end already at night, running out in the black jerseys, and the place is blacked out. Kirby you, needs to get on this. Do and it. here's the thing: you could you could start it tomorrow or even Tuesday. Yeah. You could yep. say, "Hey, we're doing black," and the whole crowd would be oh my god, would be black be nuts. Yeah, this is the game, right? You're you're yeah. You've won two national titles. What more do you want from these kids? Let them wear the black jerseys, man. There's no superstition behind it. I mean, the recruits that are going to be there will be blown away. I mean, yeah. Instead of, you know, just wearing them when recruits are uh, out there Mm -hmm. and just on official visits. That's the only time those things get taken out of the closet these days. Uh, It would be cool, but I haven't heard anything. I feel like the past times they've worn them, and like gotten the word out. It's been on like a Monday or Tuesday, hasn't it? Like it's been yeah. kind of, yeah. it's been throughout the week. It wasn't, it was like just a, hey, we're doing a blackout. So wear your stuff. 
Yeah. I, I read some last week people were talking about maybe doing a blackout if they beat South Carolina. So it's possible. I mean, come on. I hope they do. Why not, man? Why not? Uh, guys, we're going to go ahead and do this drawing. I've got to pull this up here for everybody. So nobody thinks I'm cheating um, because we don't want that. You're getting some entries right now. You just got one. So, yeah, they're, they're popping in. Um, let's see. Do to do, do giveaway tool. All right, folks, it's about that time. So this giveaway tool is uh, through our stream yard that we use. So I forgot what it does when I hit this draw button. I think it just puts them all into a circle. We're about to find out together. Good luck, everybody. Oh, there it goes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's see. It's like slowing down. Chris Dixon. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations, man. What you need to do, Chris, is go on Twitter, on my Twitter, at P. Meharry, and message me, like send me proof that you are Chris Dixon, and we will get those tickets to you, my man. Chris, are you still here? It'd be nice if you're still here. Need an email address, Paul, right? Uh, yeah, he'll have to send me his email address, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, hopefully you're you're still here, hopefully. Um Let's just, I'm going to do that one more time. I'm going to do it one more time just as a backup if Chris doesn't see this. So uh, we can we can have a backup just in case. Oh, Lord, the controversy has begun. No, it's no. It's Here we not. go. It's literally for a backup just in case he doesn't get to us. So T-Dog, T-Dog, you're the backup. So if I don't hear from Chris, message me. Congratulations to Chris Dixon. If we don't hear from Chris, T-Dog, you are uh, you're the lucky guy. So... Guys, thank you so much for uh, joining in on our entry there. Appreciate the uh, tickets. They were given to us by a very nice person and uh, let us put them away on the show, give them away. So we appreciate that. Oh, there's Chris. All right, Chris. Hey, T-Dog, right. don't worry about it. There's Chris. There you go. my Twitter. Uh, I'll show you. It's on my name here. Let me take this banner off. It's right there, there at P. Meharry. Congratulations. Chris, you're going to the game, you and three friends, and a parking pass. So you can get there and uh, and ball out, man. So, guys, we appreciate you so much for joining us on our All Things Georgia show. Right before we leave, though. Oh, cool. T-Dog said it's okay. I've already got tickets. Hell yeah, T-Dog. Hell yeah. He was just trying He's to get gonna them. sell them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Make that money. T-Dog was trying to get some of his friends out there. Um, <laughs> spreads 37 and a half, gentlemen. Before we leave, oh, wow. 37 and a half. I guess who said 37 and a half last night? Your you did. Yeah. Um, before we leave, Andy, do the dogs cover? No, they do not. No, they do not. They are they're owing three this year. Yeah. So they're gonna be they're owing, they're gonna be owing four. So uh Eddie, do they cover? The, the dogs just don't cover, they don't do that. I, I, I'm with Andy. I, and you know what? Who gives a flying F, you know, <laughs> win the damn game. Who cares? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Send you guys out with this. Where is it? Hold on. Stop the screen. I know, I know, what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing. Here we go. All right, folks, for right Eddie, the old man yelling at clouds, Andy Stowe. I'm Paul Meharry. We appreciate you so much. We'll see you next Sunday, 730. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. I think we're like five away from 39,000.
be awesome if we could get it here. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.